Say, kids, what time is it? It's kind of like watching TV, but, you know, in your car. Jay Stevens, Mike the Intern. It is Dark Side of the Stream on 104.7 The Cave. Today we're going to get a little Satan-y. We're going to get a little We're going to get a little Satan-y in Dark Side of the Stream This one is a little Satan-y. Little Satan-y panicky. We are discussing on this episode, The Sons of Sam, which actually... Yes, is about David Berkowitz, but it's more about the investigative journalist Maury Terry, who basically spent most of his career diving into the rabbit hole that was the Son of Sam case involving David Berkowitz, which was a series of murders that happened in New York City between 76 and 77. And straight out of the gate, there were a lot of people that believed that there were multiple shooters involved in this thing. And actually, we'll get to this later. It was definitely a subject on Unsolved Mysteries. I remember the uh, episode very well. So even as far back as the right out of the gate, after he was even arrested, everyone was like, hey, wait a minute. Look at all those those sketches. What about all those other sketches and witnesses and stuff that these guys and gals had seen? What's the deal here? Well, New York City police say, nope. He confessed there's one, and that's that. Well, Jay, let's ask you first. Do you think there were more shooters involved? Uh, I wasn't very familiar with the whole scene until I watched this thing here that you told me to watch. And now I, I definitely think there was more. And even the guy says there's more. So, Well, you got to take, and know. they say this multiple times, when it comes to prisoners in prison talking, they just want attention and they want something to talk to. So you got to time. So you got to take it with a grain of salt. And Berkowitz has changed his story so many times and things that happened and what happened over the years that it's hard to take what he says as the gospel truth. Mm-hmm. Now, over all these years, he will not name names other than the people that are long gone. And he says it's because of fear of re- retaliation. Someone actually did try to kill him in prison. Yeah, He's got yeah, he a got gnarly scar on his neck from Straight that. Straight up shank, yeah. He has since found God. He's a uh, born-again Christian. But not when this happened. He was a Satan worshiper. At least that's what he claimed this cult did. Now, Maury Terry went down the rabbit hole big time on this thing. And... I think his problem was there were so many different theories and and tentacles and this octopus of theories that he had. You get really lost in well, the details. Well, it's a, it's a similar theme, it seems, with these true crime chasers. Just like the other one we did, <clears throat> the chick that was married to uh, the comedian cat. Okay. <laughs> this is my descriptions of things. <laughs> yeah. You know, the... Um, what was the California raper dude? What the? What, what, oh, you're talking about the Golden State Killer, uh, yeah. McNamara. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So she, same thing. She went so far down the rabbit hole, yeah. ended up killing her. Yeah, and it really ended. And up, same and with it, this dude. Yeah, he. I mean, he didn't do himself any favors, but yeah, he went from you know became a heavy drinker, smoking. You two get packs so a day. sucked in the rabbit hole, and you go down so deep, and then it consumes your entire life, basically. And, and his best friend, who was there when he died, who said the last thing he said to him was like, "You need to call yeah, this guy, going, this lawyer, get, about get, this case, and blah blah blah." He did not literally. To end. Consumed his life. It did. And uh, we'll get to his theories, our theories, and Sons of Sam, Dark Side of the Stream on 104.7 The Cave. Hey, kids, what time is it? It's kind of like watching TV, but, you know, in your car. Mike the Intern, Jay Stevens, worshiping Satan on this episode of Dark Side of the Stream, The Sons of Sam. It was good. You know? I thought it was a really good episode. I, it got, I started to get a little lost. It got a little that, long. And I think that was by design. And you really realize that when you get to episode four, because we were talking about this before we started. 
you know, you get there's so many theories and details, and we're gonna get to that in the second. But like when I was getting into episode four, I was like, okay, either this we're gonna get a really huge payoff of some kind of discovered thing that happened, which you kind of get, or this is all going to turn key on us. And then it becomes not about Berkowitz, but about Maury so much and how this case consumed him and how at certain points, maybe he was right on certain things, but on other things that he might not have been right on. It's, it's like when it's like when a musician produces their own album, sometimes that doesn't work because you have to have someone come in and say, Hey, this is your baby. That doesn't work. That's yeah, a bad call. Yeah, and he wanted to force his thoughts <clears throat> and his theory so much that even when he finally got a chance to talk with Berkowitz, he wasn't let Berkowitz yeah, talk. He yeah, was like, so him. is this yeah, what happened? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Well, laid what about this? Him. Is this what, I mean, you can't lead a conversation like that. Yeah. It just, and he did it twice and that just made him lose all credibility, which is so unfortunate because I think if you would have got a chance to talk to him early on, it may have been a little bit more objective, but by the time he did get to it, he was so neck deep in this story and his theories, he couldn't look past it. The whole the whole thing went super deep. In fact, when you texted me and, and say, talking about the end, the end, you know, this that was gave me extra little fire to continue on because there was one point I was ready to throw the towel in because it was just super long and super confusing. I was like, okay, all right, where is this going anywhere? Um, but yeah, it was worth watching till the end. No, I'm glad. Could, I'm glad you. I suck yeah, it out, and it, it really starts to pick up towards episode two, episode three about his theories. Now, his theory is this. There is a church that kind of splintered off the Church of Scientology called the process of the human judgment or something. Really weird stuff. But basically, they thought humanity was the problem and they wanted to bring apart, bring upon the end of the world. They use black magic and stuff like that. They also link the process to the Charles Manson murders because the process had a like literally a building on Haight Ashbury where Manson like uh, was around and had interviews with them. Actually, wrote an article in one of their magazines. They went to visit him when he was in prison after he got arrested. Um, so there was a connection between the Process Church and Manson. And the whole helter skelter thing is literally let's bring upon the end of the world through a race race war. Right. Doesn't matter. It's just a different means to an end, but the end is the same. So he ties them to that. And then he also ties Berkowitz and his group of friends who used to hang out in this defunct park in Yonkers with tunnels the, and stuff, yeah, man. Called the children. Um, that they were also part of this church and got their ideas from them, and that this whole thing in the 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 murders and the forty four caliber murders were basically to create a sense of panic and just induce fear in people. And it definitely did that in 76 and 77 in New York City. So when you look at the facts and you look at the statements from witnesses, it's more than obvious that there were more than one shooter. Yeah. It, it's so obvious. It's and so obvious. The baller, the baller character of this whole thing is the dude who got shot. And didn't didn't even know he was shot because he, the police woke him up and he was like he had been out partying. The police woke him up and they're like, "Hey man," uh, and he's like, "We gotta get you to the hospital." And he's like, "No man, I haven't gone home. My mom's gonna kill me." He's like, "I gotta go home." And they're like, "Dude, you've been shot in the head. You gotta go to the hospital." And he didn't even know he was shot in the head. He ended up actually working with <clears throat> yeah, Mo- uh, yeah, Maury yeah. On he's this. still going strong. And I'm glad you brought him up because this shows you how in like Maury was so. Like overwhelmed by this thing at one point he gets into an argument with this guy and he's like what do you know about this case and he goes dude 
I'm a victim. Yeah. <laughs> you, in the head I want to help dude. you, but you got to, you got to, you know, and they were getting into how, you know, at, at a certain point, Maury was losing friends. He lost his wife. Like, I mean, this making this enemies. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just went over that. Like, he had detectives in NYPD that were helping him. He had detectives that in NYPD hated him because they believed their theory that it was one shooter case closed. No, no lead detective on this case would be willing to admit they screwed up or they forced this through and didn't look at everything. But um, let's get to the uh, the brothers, the actual sons of yeah, Sam, the actual was, uh, guys that lived next door to Berkowitz, who had the dog, who had a dad named Sam, who were involved in weird, uh, you know, uh, uh, weird, weird stuff. Now, the first thing in one of the letters, they refer to a guy named John Weedy. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, they're one of the brothers, John Wheat Carr. Um, and his brother, Michael, right after these things happen, after Berkowitz is caught, are both killed. Um, Carl Very was killed suspicious. in Minnesota, I believe, and Michael was North killed in yeah, North Dakota. And uh, and then, like, the other brother gets c- killed in a weird car accident or shooting or something like that. Bottom line is this. The thought is that these cult members went after him because they were involved in this and they wanted to keep it on the DL. Um I don't know about that. They were also kind of nefarious. So if you're nefarious, you put yourself in bad situations all the time. Bad things happen. So I, that I don't know. Do you believe these guys were involved with the killings? Yeah, I for think. Sure. I, I think Unsolved Mysteries actually even pointed for out sure. that they they match. I mean, when you see one of the the sketches, yeah, it looks, looks just like, dude, like John I Carr. Know. I mean, it's and again, you got to take those things with grains of salt. But man, that that theory has some legs, and that is why I think Maury was able to get as far as he was with it because. So many of his thoughts and theories did have legs at a certain point. Yeah. To a certain point. Beyond that, it's opinion. But what he can prove and what he did prove, there are a lot of things involved, especially the Carr brothers, that I think has some legs. And we'll get to one more theory that came out. Dark Side of the Stream, Sons of Sam, next on 104.7 The Cave. Say, kids, what time is it? It's kind of like watching TV, but, you know, in your car. Jay Stevens, Mike the Intern, it's Dark Side of the Stream on 104.7 The Cave. We are discussing Sons of Sam from... Netflix. Netflix. And going down rabbit holes. And going down rabbit rabbit holes holes. with Maury Terry, who wrote... Be careful going down rabbit holes. Who wrote a book, after all the investigations he did, he wrote a book called The Ultimate Evil, and it basically pointed out the fact that there was a lot of satanic worship going on in the country. It was literally smack dab in the middle of the satanic panic what was happening. Now, I'm going to just give you a little thing here. There are people that believe in black magic and sacrifice and all that stuff. The idea of the church of Satan or whatever, like most of those people are just atheists and that's just, they don't believe in anything, but they tie themselves to that just to say, this is ludicrous. There's no difference. Like so, there's some other options out there, there for them. Yeah. But again, like the whole satanic panic thing was just blown out of proportion. And they make that very, very clear in this documentary that Maury actually had some really sound evidence about some of this stuff. But then when you're going on Geraldo every week, when they're just like, my, my kid's coming home, listen to Motley Crue, he's worshiping the devil. You start to lose a little credibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it definitely did a number on his credibility. Now, there was an interesting theory about this cult. At a certain point, Berkowitz starts sending him letters. And in one of the books or something that he sent, he makes reference to a murder that happened in Stanford, California. Uh, This girl who actually was from uh, Minnesota, she was a 
big church growing girl, and she'd actually tried to convert some Satanists to go to church. She then goes to college and is horrifically murdered. Bad, 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 bad. Maury had a theory that it was the security guard involved who was also involved in satanic rituals, and Berkowitz claimed that this girl was tracked, found, and killed because of these uh, her trying to convert the Satanists back to Christianity or whatever. They found her. They killed her. Do you think there's any validity in that theory? Yeah. You do? I do. Well, at the end, and this is the payoff, if you don't want to hear this and you're going to watch this. Alert. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. alert. After they go Plug through your Maury's tragic end. The yeah, you movie think the thing's over. Ends, you, you think, think the show's over. over. Then all of a sudden. It goes to black. It goes to black. Yeah, it goes to black. Then it goes 2018 where they go to arrest the Body former, cam footage. Yeah, and it, this was crazy because you see the, the arrest go down. They track this former security guard down and, and using newly found DNA evidence from the crime scene. They figure that, yes, it was actually the security guard that Maury had called back right. in the 80s. He was right that all along. This was the dude that did it. He was right on the money. He, instead of being caught, put a bullet in his head, and that was that. But, again, it goes back to some of these things that Maury said. There were certain parts, like, he was right to a point, and then beyond that, it was like, well, that's opinion, bro. It's a speculation. Yeah, part. there's a lot of speculation, and the problem with that is once you start doing that, it's hard to come back from because anyone that wants to fight your argument can say, well, yeah, you're right there, but what about this crap? Yeah, you know what I mean? It's it's the other thing that was crazy about tricky. this documentary, and I had no idea about, was that producer that had the house. In the hand, right, right. The idea was that the the, hey, the mar- sex bed that was half the size yeah, of a I basketball like, court. I'm like, where's Jay, Jay's, sex, Jay's sex bed? Um, which, if he had a house in the Hamptons, a sex I guarantee, bed that big, I guarantee half a basketball court, one giant bed, dude. That's rad. So the weird thing is that there, and I never actually heard this before, but one of the murders actually there were witnesses that said there was a van across when it happened and that someone was actually shooting a film filming filming yeah to make a snuff film of one of the attacks and then that ended up in the hands of a kid who shot it they were ended up being killed in 81 on Halloween night their entire apartment is ransacked supposedly that film fell into the hands of this Hollywood producer who would end up getting caught with a bunch of other really seedy films, uh, sexual attack stuff. This was the sex bed guy. Um, Also ended up getting killed and thrown into a canyon. That that whole deal was the, uh, do you remember the uh, super shit or or that, that producer kid stays in the picture. Yeah. 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 Remember that murder that happened around the cotton club thing. that we talked about that's That's the the producer. He was around. Isn't that crazy how we came full? Cause when I was watching, I was like, I know that name. I know that name. Right. And it was, it was involved in this. So somehow that guy was involved in satanic cult stuff. But again, it just goes to show you the the Maury thing is he had some validity in some of the things that he said, he also went way off the deep end in some of his thoughts. I think. Well, it's just like the other girl the, of the that that uh, rapist one. You know, the Golden State Killer or whatever. Golden State. What is it? Golden yeah, State. Golden State Golden Killer. State. Yeah, yeah, East Area Rapist. Same, same thing. thing. She, she went so far down the rabbit hole, man. There's no coming like, back. There's no coming back. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's a tough thing. I would. I, I bet there's a lot more stories out there like that. Oh yeah, and I'm sure, and and it's all hindsight too, though. You look at it beyond it and then you can paint all these things together if you want to find similarities in anything you can always find similarities in anything i mean that's just that's just the way it but, is okay so so like take take this for example like 
the 27 Club or whatever, all these rock stars did drugs, died, right? Okay, so you're a rock star, you do lots of drugs, you die possibly. So you don't think that there's like, okay, that's a warning sign. Now, you go down these rabbit holes, you your life gets, you just get sucked into this rabbit hole. Don't go so deep or, hey, you know, there's some warning flags there. But how do they not take like learn from the previous generations? That's what I'm trying to say. I don't maybe? think I don't think you do. I think it's just like anything else. Eventually, you and I both know that because we're we're obsessive about the things we're obsessive about. Once you're in, you're in. You know what I mean? No um, one gets out alive. Yeah, and it's unfortunate because you know he he was a really smart guy, a very talented journalist, and uh, um, it's unfortunate the way he ended his life, really not getting the answers or the credit he was due as far as some of the things he did come up with. We will uh, give our rating for this episode of Dark Side of the Stream and talk about what we're watching next on 104.7 The Cave. Hey, kids, what time is it? It's kind of like watching TV, but, you know, in your car. Jay Stevens, Mike the Intern, Dark Side of the Stream on 104.7 The Cave. The exciting conclusion of the Sons of Sam. So how many, uh, our rating system, uh, we, one uh, out of five how many German sons Shepherds. Of, oh, German yeah. Shepherds, yeah. Sons of Sam, how many Sons of Sam do we rate this? How many German Shepherds? How many German Shepherds do we, how many dead German, German Shepherds do we rate this? <laughs> sacrificed sacrificed German. German Shepherds. How many sacrificed German Shepherds? Um, out of five, I'll go... Um, I'll go three and a half. Yeah, I'd say three in an ear. Yeah, it was yeah. a little drawn out, uh, but I guess it had to be for just to show you how complex and how whacked out this how whole thing. How far that rabbit the hole web, was. The yeah. web just spreads out and spreads yeah. out. But there was a the, the payoff at the end was a little bit good. Uh, yeah, three point five. Okay, I, I I I I'm like I'm there with you. I I think at in in hindsight when I was going through it, I was like because I'm very familiar with the story. Um, not so much all the theories he had, Maury Terry, but as far as like the Berkowitz and the Sons of Sam, Son of Sam murders and that stuff, I'm very familiar with it. I've always been familiar with the Carr brothers because that stuff has literally been out in the open for a long time. Um, it's just some investigators don't want to admit they were wrong or they just stop looking because they got their man and it's over. Um, the shootings did stop, but because that's because the Carr brothers died shortly after it was over. So it wasn't yeah, because the really killer trippy, was man. still out there just lying down. The people involved either died or in a prison. So that's just, that's why it stopped. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a word of warning to you. If you want to be an investigative journalist, that there is a point in your investigation where someone needs to step up, take and a break sometimes, pump just... the brakes. But again, it's like being in a bad relationship, you know, all, yeah. you, all your friends and family know your girl is, is trash. But you can't admit that until you can admit that. They could all tell you, hey, hey, come on. But you just can't see it. And he yeah. was never going to see it because of how far he'd gone and how far he wanted to prove what he was saying is right. And I think we are all like that. Jay, We, uh, it's your turn next week for oh gosh, uh, is it? Dark Side of the Stream. <laughs> all right. So well, you're on the spot. All right, I wasn't going to do it, but I guess uh, I guess we're gonna, we'll do it. Sasquatch on Hulu. Oh, my God. All right. Sasquatch documentary. I've heard a lot about it. Uh, it's It's... I need to. Uh, it's, it's. I'm not real confident in no, the way. No, I'm not either. I'm actually not, not either. I'm not, not either. This. I'm not either. But uh, it's, you know, when the leading Sasquatch expert in the documentary is named Razor, who was raised by Hell's Angels in the desert. It's an I'm interesting documentary. All right, I'm ready to meet Razor. Right. As always, you can download this as a podcast on our 104.7 The Cave app or wherever you get your podcast app. Like, subscribe, share. Tell your friends, Dark Side of the Stream on 104.7 The Cave.